So I feel like this is like uh like the um the little brother to the Windows down playlist. Yeah. But like very similar vibe. But I think just maybe more exciting than Windows down. <clears throat> maybe. It's uh, the beginning of the best season. So Windows down is like the beginning of summer. It's the beginning of winter. Yeah. I think both are like so exciting because <clears throat> Windows down is like it's been cold. It's been cold. We're ready for like some warmth and like a reason to go outside. And this is like it's been so hot. It's been unbearable. I'm ready to like have a reason to go outside. So I I love them both. Yeah, me too. And everybody like had a very very similar vibe in their audience <laughs> submissions. Yes. Now you and I you and I deviated from that a little bit, but pretty much every song on the submissions was the was the same <laughs> outside of a few i know it's almost a different genre for every single pick and somehow they got the vibe even yep. in the different genres hey everybody welcome back we are out of scum dog september we're into fall officially now so we figured it was time to bring back or is this the first time or second time we've done this no we've never done this okay well we decided to start up the bonfire playlist yeah we're pouring kerosene on this bitch let's get in it <laughs> i don't practice santeria Like Kevin said, we're doing the bonfire playlist, and I think it's something worth mentioning because, in my mind, bonfire campfire is the same thing. And someone pointed out to us on yes. Twitter that um, they are not the same thing, even though we're we're from the Midwest. Uh, so this is the bonfire slash campfire playlist. Um, it's if, the same fucking thing. If you're mad that this has campfire feels and it's a bonfire playlist, um, I don't know. Make your own. It's it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about the bonfire playlist. Um, it's one that like the weather has very helped with this so much because I already kind of like switch gears mentally. And I think you do the same thing as like yeah. your taste in music changes drastically as soon as the weather starts cooling off a little bit. And like the first time you put on a hoodie or flannel or like the pair of jeans you haven't worn in six months, the second you put those on, you're like, it's time. It's time. Yep. And uh, I think we wanted to commemorate that uh, more than we have in the past. I think the spooky playlist was the closest we got last year. So uh, to do something like that, I think, is both appropriate and like exactly what we wanted to do right now. Yep, 100%, man. I, uh, I don't know. I just Fall is my favorite season. If you're a regular person who's not weird, Fall should be your favorite season. Um, all the cool stuff happens in Fall if you're on this in this hemisphere. Uh, football, leaves changing, Halloween, Thanksgiving, just all the cool shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone that likes summer, I don't really trust you. And I, I think we should leave it at that. Um, yeah. You want to get into some housekeeping stuff or do you want to go straight into audience submissions? Uh, let's do some housekeeping. Okay. Um, so we've been 
uh, teasing merch for a little bit now. We mocked some stuff up. I ordered some stuff. I'm actually wearing some of it right now. Not that you'll be able to see it, but I'm not super jazzed about how it came out. Uh, so I'm going to mess around with it a little bit more, see if I can't get some better samples. And But we're super, super close. I've got a website up uh, for our stuff. Once we do get a product that I that I enjoy and you enjoy, uh, we'll, we'll have some some shirts ready to go with our brand new logo. Yeah, Bill's got some stickers, right? Yeah, we've got stickers. We've got a ton of stuff coming up. And yeah, Kev's got it on his phone already. But um, it's it's a logo we're very, very proud of. But it is kind of hard to recreate for a t-shirt. So that's why we're trying to be careful and try and do it um, as, mu- as quickly as we want to get it out. We also want to make sure it looks good. So yeah, uh, we are working on it. And I think it's going to be really cool when we when we see it through. So Check yeah, our, this hoodie check. I got, the hoodie I got fits super well, so I'm I'm kind of disappointed. It's not it's not the quality. The print isn't the well. The print there's nothing wrong with the print either. It's just the the file, the art file we used isn't translating super well. So um, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. It shouldn't. It's it's an easy fix, but we just need to fix it. Yeah, we're we're recording this a little early, so if you join our Discord, if you join our Instagram, we'll keep you guys up to date, and it should be ready tentatively by our hundredth episode, which is mid October. Um, and that's kind of the perfect time to get the bonfire going and get the hoodies going and, you know, all that fun stuff. So very excited about that. And, um, if you're a part of our discord and you're participating with us for, uh, the little thing we got going on for our hundredth episode, expect some stickers and stuff like that, uh, to be coming your way. Yeah. And we'll do, we'll definitely do like a, uh, a discount code for the discord people that'll make it basically at cost kind of the same what we paid for it so um yeah so there's there's a little extra added benefit for the discord yeah we're not doing it for profit we're doing it basically because we thought it looked cool and we wanted to do it so um it's nice promotional <laughs> tool as well you know yeah um so the bonfire playlist let's get into audience submissions because we have so many this week which is very exciting um let's start with mal Mallory, I used to work with at Converse. Her submission was Peaceful, Easy Feeling by the Eagles. And uh, it's the Eagles. I mean, of course, they're going to fit on a bonfire playlist. Uh, It's classic Americana for our classic American pastime. Simple songs for simple pleasures. Yeah, couldn't have said it better. Um, She replied to our Instagram story, which was really awesome. I think she was one of the first people to respond. And, you know, I think you said it best, like anything remotely outdoors just requires the Eagles and (laughs) even take it easy, which is overplayed. I still, every time I hear it, I don't turn it off. I love it. Um, but yeah, peaceful, easy feeling. It just makes you want to give the love of your life, like an oversized sweatshirt that you don't really wear anymore and watch her drink wine in it and like sit next to her on a bonfire and just hold her hand. Like this this song like manifests that. Yeah. Put her knees up into it. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so cute because um, they're so little how are they why are they so little it doesn't make sense uh, it's so cute um alex sullivan who also replied to our instagram story uh says dead sea by the lumineers and i feel like this is a, a deep cut from the lumineers i personally don't know outside of probably their top five songs on spotify but you know it's an early two, 2010s indie rock um and it's got like a minimal kick drum 
but it just hits right. And I listen to a lot of these songs like at night when I'm driving. That way I can kind of get a feel because it's very similar. Um, and it just feels right. I love every song Alex Sullivan's ever given us. He just like right down the middle. It's perfect. Yep. Yep. He nails it. Uh, you know, a line drive double every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it feels very much like a like a night out at a barn. Like you're outside of a barn, bonfire. There's a couple people around a fire. One guy's got a guitar. One guy slapping the cooler, kind of the way you described it, uh, either last week or the week before. It, it doesn't make me want to have a beer, but it has like a certain nostalgic quality to it. Uh, and it's a perfect pick from a perfect man. Thanks, Alec. Yeah, he is perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, that leads us into Louis's pick. Louis back on the trail, back on the email trail. Uh, he also responded on our Discord. He's one of the OG members of the Discord and the email crew. So we appreciate him being back after being so busy. Uh, his pick is Don't Follow by Allison Chains. Uh, do you have the email pulled up? I do. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Bonfire music equals drinking music. Uh, wow, Fall is here with a vengeance. Good call on the playlist. Most of the songs I would have picked are no longer on Spotify because of boomer reasons so i went with don't follow by allison chains the parentheses the best of the seattle grunge bands i agree yeah it's a nice acoustic track that would fit uh in playing in a playing in a bar or being strummed around a fire while everyone has a drink or three jerry cantrell uh leads us through the first half of the song with an easy sing-along melody and then lane staley steals the show when the tempo picks up and he belts out his verse it's a simple song, but super effective. Yep. I love the email, and uh, thank you so much, Louie. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got anything else on it? <laughs> I I personally just don't associate with Allison Chains a whole lot. Um, I kind of just lump them together with a lot of the grunge, and I'm not a huge fan of grunge. Um, but this don- this song is definitely doing the trick for a bonfire. It's got harmonica. It's like everything you almost tropey but it it works it works without effort and it's just bonfire af as soon as you hear that harmonica you do want to like crack a cold one yeah i mean it's i i love allison chains they are probably i agree with louis they're the best to come out of seattle in that era they they're just they're more dynamic a lot of their stuff is way more dynamic a little more dark uh better musicianship they're just the best to come out of that that scene i think uh, this track is a sleeper too. Like I really like this track. I always have. Uh, everyone remembers like the high energy metal stuff, like R- Rooster and stuff like that. But this is just a sad cowboy song, and I can't get enough of it. So, yeah, sad cowboy. Speaking of that, our friend Tommy Bacara, uh commented on our Instagram post and said, "Feathered Indians" by Tyler Childers. Um, and Tyler Childers' voice is just made for so many things, but I think he is like very much associated with the country revival. He's got new music coming out, um, and so everyone's very excited about him at the moment. But just hearing his voice makes you want to like drink rye whiskey neat and just like smoke menthols around a bonfire. Like this is a little bit trashier pick, um, yeah. But I kind of love it because I think this song is so specific in its lyrics that like it's relatable when you're talking about something so specific to yourself that 
everyone else can relate to it. You just realize that all human experiences are just had by everyone, but you think it's personal to yourself. Um, like the I I wouldn't have shown up stoned if I knew. Uh, I forget the lyric, but it's like, um, what's he say? I wouldn't have shown if I'd known that you were religious. I wouldn't have shown up stoned or oh, something yeah. like that. Uh, and the way he says "thicket" uh, sticks in my mind every time I hear it. Thicket, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like thicket. <laughs> I don't know why, but that reminded me of the uh, old Skip It commercials. Skip it, skip it. Um, but yeah, no, give me all the Tyler, Tyler Childers, man. Uh, every and it, this is kind of where it struck me. Like every single one of our submissions this week feels like it's from like a different geography, but they all still fit in mm-hmm. this this bonfire slash campfire feel, which is cool. It's it means like that activity is as ubiquitous as music is. There's a every every geological location has its own specific feel for a campfire or a bonfire. And uh yeah, I loved it, man. It's uh this is definitely more of like you said, kind of this feels more like a holler to me. Kind of somewhere up in the mountains. Yeah. And, uh, like you go to Red River Gorge and you start a campfire, you wanna you wanna listen to this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I just I love Tyler Childers and I ever since you uh was it what the fuck was the song you did? The live Follow one? You to Virgie? Yeah, man. Where I fucking cried in my car on the way to your house listening <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I I've I've been in love with Tyler Childers. So uh yeah. That brings us to our next pick from Zach Rotello. Uh, it's Old Pine by Ben Howard. Uh, and this is just excellent guitar work here. And there's a cool little slowdown towards the end that makes you just kind of want to hold your your woman or your man and and sway. It's just, you know, it's got that kind of chill campfire mood to it. It's the early 2010s, I feel like, did this very specific niche for like mm-hmm. a couple years. I and mean, then they just like they had a hold of that market. Uh, it reminds me of Bon Iver or Passenger, um, bands that are still making music, but it just it felt different back then. And maybe it was just my age, but I love the the plucky finger picking guitars and vocals, um, and it just feels perfect for this this. Uh, I don't know. It kind of matches like your your uh, Mumford pick and Alex um, the Lumineers pick. It just kind of felt like they were all kind of in the same vein, kind of in the same genre. And I don't know, this was one I hadn't really heard of before. So I, I was really appreciative that uh, ZR hit us up on Instagram. Uh, our friend Grant on Instagram commented uh, Space Oddity by David Bowie. And we cannot avoid this guy, David Bowie. I just, <laughs> all I really have to say is the seven degrees of David Bowie. Uh, this song is fine. I know you're not a huge fan of David Bowie, so I'll, I'll take the reins on this a little bit. Uh, Grant submit this as an homage to The Last Man on Earth. It's apparently his favorite show, and apparently it's in that show. Uh, <laughs> so, But yeah, this is an absolute classic, uh, and it's a bonfire in space. You know, Jason went to space. Why can't a bonfire? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, loved, I love me some David Bowie, especially when he really hits on like certainly songs like this. And he was like one of the original vibe smiths, I think, like at least like in modern days is the way we describe them. I mean, there was acid rock shit before this, but 
I don't know. He just feels like one of the original vibe smiths, and this this song definitely fits that that kind of mold of when you think of the modern definition of what that would might mean to somebody. Yeah, I think that song was from 1969. Yeah, so he was. Yeah, I mean, Wild. he was right around the same time. So, uh, yeah. Uh, next next pick. Moving moving right through these because we got a lot of them. Uh, we got Ben who submit on Discord. He's been at a festival this week. Uh, he's been at Lost Lands all weekend, so he couldn't submit an email. So we'll give we'll give him a pass on that. Can't can't fault a guy for going to a music festival. Uh, but he tried he, as hard, he tried as hardest to get his pick in. He's like, I don't know did. if service is working. I'm trying to get my pick in. My pick has <laughs> changed the world by Eric Clapton. Yeah, and uh, thank God this wasn't Tears in Heaven because there's two <laughs> there's two well very well known Eric Clapton songs, and I don't want to hear about his son dying. So I'm glad it was this one. Uh, there's been a disturbing lack of Clapton on this show. And it's probably because I think he's a bit overrated. But he, he deserves his place. I mean, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. He And this, this song is, is a classic. It's one of the... If you ask anybody about Eric Clapton, it'll be probably this song that they talk about. Uh, especially in this day and age. Because I doubt anybody in the younger generation knows much Clapton, if any at all. Uh, but yeah, we, there's a little bit of energy in this song, which we have been severely lacking in the audience submissions up to this point. It's been very sleepy, very kind of slow, which is good for a campfire. They should be relaxing. But yeah, this has a little bit more energy to it. It's it's still slow, but um, I don't know. It's more upbeat, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I like it. it's got like the, the manufactured snaps, which automatically gives it like a little bop to it. And mm-hmm. I... I feel like Eric Clapton is one of those like gaps in knowledge that I have when it comes to like music and maybe it's just nineties music in general. I just, I didn't know a whole lot about and I grew up more like when I started listening to music, it was like early two thousands. So, um, people like Eric Clapton, I knew he was significant, but I just didn't know. I, that's probably the first song I ever heard from him. If I'm being honest outside of anything that was like on guitar hero or something. Um, yeah, I mean, the, his, his, the, the 90s was the tail end of his career. Like, he's had a very, very, very long music career. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can see why the song won a Grammy for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. Uh, it's just a great track, and it's perfect for a round of bonfire. It's, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's something to be said about people that can just stay in their lane and, and make a song that's self-contained and, and, and great for that reason. Uh, so, Sammy... Sammy commented on our Discord and says, Barrett's Privateers by Stan Rogers. Uh, this song is a knee slapper. It's This is what I always hoped Boston bars were like. Just everyone wearing socks and Bruins gear and singing shanties. Like, I know that's not how it is because it's 2022 and it's not like the 1970s or earlier. But it's just a this song is just a bunch of bros singing with no instruments. And I think it's our first acapella track. To my knowledge, it is, yeah. And um, I love it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was hoping we got at least one shanty this week. Uh, she, she, her and I were talking back and forth. I was trying to help her pick one. And we, uh, you know, I helped her settle on this one because I wanted to see shanty. <laughs> I was being a bit selfish. But uh, this is the perfect pick for her. It's about pirate, uh, Canadian pirates from Halifax. Like the guy sitting in a Halifax pier after some his little excursion into the Americas went wrong to for American gold 
Uh, it's just a sad pirate drinking his sorrows with his crewmates. It's fucking awesome. I love I love shanties, and I will to the day I die because you can just sit around and sing with a bunch of drinking buddies. There's not much cooler than that. Yeah, even what you just said. I love shanties and I'll sing them to the day I die. Like you can turn anything into a shanty. <laughs> I love it. It's just the way it's it's sung makes you like want to buy dark rum and like overtake a boat or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> it brings out something primal out of you. Um, so yeah, thanks to everyone that uh, submitted this week. I didn't count how many we have, but it felt like a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight submissions. Um, and it makes for really uh well-rounded playlist and a really fun playlist because you know 18 songs is a lot better than 10 songs so um, yeah for sure we love the moods that you guys bring and it really inspires us to when people send us submissions and stuff like that it really like sparks and and gets us out of our own little our little realm and it's inspired us to do completely other playlists different genres different albums so uh, we always love when when people show us new music yeah, for sure. I mean, Grant had a streak there where his submissions were being used as the intro song. So, yeah, and probably not this week, some, but probably no, definitely not this week. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, why don't you start? Let's do it. Um, my first pick is Santeria by Microwave. And if you're thinking to yourself, why does Santeria sound familiar? Um, it's a cover, Kev. It's a cover of Sublime. Yep, as the resident sublime apologist, I am uh, well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, this song just crushes. Who who whomst among us would have the balls to cover Sublime and it's microwave? But they didn't just cover it, they just like changed the song completely. It feel it makes you feel like you're on a beach and a thunderstorm is rolling in. It's like chill but haunting and perfectly subdued. It's just like fucking perfect for a bonfire and i honestly it makes me re-fall in love with the song and it makes you pay attention to the lyrics a little bit more and i've just been obsessed with this song since um pure noise put out this dead formats uh cover album very similar to like punko's pop but um yeah this this cover to to coin the phrase that kevin carter uses it blew my dick off <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, microwave. There's two ways to do a cover out uh, song, right? It's either you be very, very faithful, or you take it and make it completely your own. And both are risks, right? Because you do the first one, it's like, well, you're not very original. I've heard this song before. Yeah, and the second is you've ruined one of my favorite songs. Luckily, they 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 did really well here in making it their own. It's they made it even more California somehow with a band that is so intrinsically linked with california uh it's it's weird it's like a modern modern california though uh it's as opposed to california 30 years ago and long beach where sublime is from this feels very much more like malibu than long beach you know what i mean it's just it's more polished it and it feels very much like a bonfire in the backyard of a million dollar mansion on the beach in malibu <laughs> you know it, yeah have you ever seen the movie savages no okay that that's kind of if you ever have seen that movie, that would it would be a good intro to that movie, but because that's kind of their life. But anyway, I believe it. But yeah, it's like a it's like a teen who's got way too much money and has just chopped and screwed this so much in like his dad's studio 
that his dad probably never uses. But yeah, it's it's it doesn't feel pretentious though. It's just someone doing cool shit with a classic. And I even loved like the slowed down guitar solo because the guitar solo in the original one is really fucking cool. And uh, they they slow it way down in this version, and it's uh, it's good. It's really really good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I am too. Because anytime I see Sublime covers, I get real picky because I'm a huge Sublime fan. That's how confident I was that you were going to like it. Yeah, you were right. We're 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 finally learning each other after <laughs> two, two two plus years. So, um, so yeah, my first pick is "Not Today" by our good friend Cody Garrett. So shout out to Cody for releasing this song just in time for our playlist. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like he knew we were doing it. He released it, I think, a couple of weeks before we uh, on Spotify and all their streaming platforms. A couple of weeks before we built this, and yeah, I, it's it's perfect. It's I don't want to do shit. Let's light something on fire and drink some beers. That honeydew list will get done somehow, some way. Um, yeah, it's just I love and I love the sneaky little horns in the chorus, and you we got to get this full back on the show because <clears throat> I listened re listened to our episode with him recently and it's it was fucking awesome. And he's making cool ass music too, so I'd love to have him back. I think he's released at least a couple singles since we've had him on, so. He, he's getting he close makes, to thirty thousand streams. So yeah, he's he's doing things. He's doing things. He he makes really great music, and he's he's good people. You know, he's he's someone that we met throughout the last couple of years. Uh, I think he came on like my original podcast, No Nonsense. Like, fuck, I think whenever um, his song Sunburns came out, so maybe twenty seventeen. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's just been fun to watch him grow, and this song is like. He's only getting better. It's yeah. it's uh the slice of life music is great. And this song is like perfect for a bonfire, people sitting around drinking beer. And my brother in high school actually went to a bunch of parties with Cody um where Cody was playing the guitar at a, at a bonfire and playing the hits and I can't help but think like it would be cool if someone would have gotten that on video that way they could like show him doing that and then doing it in Nashville. Um yeah. but yeah, it, this little ditty about procrastinating and like taking life a little slow is just a great pick for a bonfire. Yeah. Yeah. It's got energy too. Like I think a lot of our picks have energy to them. Like everybody else was like, let's kind of chill. We were like, nah, let's have a party. (laughs) Yeah. So that's for most of our picks anyway. That's part of it. Like there's two different moods in a, in a bonfire. It's like, did you get there at 7 PM and the sun's still up? Or did you get there at 12.30 and the party's wrapping up, the fire's going out, and everyone's a little drunk and, like, wanting to take it and listen to some emo music, you know? Yeah. Or some Eagles. Some, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, speaking of energy, my second pick is Maybe You Saved Me by Bad Sons featuring Paris. Um, the guitar tone feels to me what the sun's setting and leaves falling from trees looks like. And I don't Mm -hmm. know how to explain that other than just what I just said. Um, And Bad Sun's newest single, this is from August 1st, um, and they've already released an album this year, and they're already releasing new singles. These guys are on fire. Uh, I I love them so much. And it's just such a great follow-up. And Lynn Gunn from Paris really brings the heat in her vocal. Um, She comes in, like, right after the first chorus, which is kind of different than most, like, vocal uh, features like normally they come in after the second chorus and 
and lead you back into the chorus one more time. But to get it a second time and she's got that like sultry voice, like I want them to make like a joint album after hearing this. I was like, damn, I love this so much. And this song is just a reminder that Bad Sons is so much better than the 1975. <laughs> and every time the 1975 like gets brought up and they're like coming out with a new album, I'm like, God, this is fucking bullshit. Bad Sons has been doing it. <laughs> Bad Sons has been doing it better for longer. And people like the 1975 because they like the aesthetic that follows it and all that shit. But I'm not going to get on my 1975. I'm feeling chill. I listened to Maybe You Saved Me right before we started the show, and I just love how this song kind of manifests summer endings. So maybe this is a song that plays like at 7 p.m. when it's a little bit warmer still. Yeah, no, I was like, yeah, some electronic energy from you a little bit. Not super, but it's got that kind of new-ish modern feel to it. Uh, And yeah, I had that exact same note. Like this is the twilight hours when people are still showing up and driving up onto the lawn and everyone is laughing and cracking their first beers like the the fire just got lit uh and it's really it's amazing like how many again it struck me again how many moods a bonfire can take on we kind of just took all my notes and just kind of shooting the shit there but yeah it's uh this is a very specific point in a bonfire for this song like everybody's rolling their trucks up onto the lawn hopping out of there pulling their coolers and this is kind of playing while this everything's still getting set up you know, the host has been ready for a little bit. And uh, yeah, that's that's the vibe I got from the song. And it was really cool to kind of, got, I got it pretty viscerally too. So yeah, it's just cool to see how many different moods we captured here in this playlist. Yeah, I think we each tried to pick a new mood for every song. Because I, I kind of tried to like navigate mine from like my first pick to my fifth pick being like how the night goes. Um, oh, so I think everybody can do it a little bit different, but that's that's kind of how I tried to go. Yeah, no, you you put a lot more thought into it than I did. I built my playlist in about three minutes. <laughs> this, <laughs> this was super easy playlist for me to build because I just, I don't know, it's just easy to catch this vibe. And I listen to a lot of that type of music anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so my second pick is The Preacher and the Bear by Jerry Reed. And I love me some Jerry Reed. I just discovered Jerry Reed like five, six years ago. And he is an absolute demon on guitar. Like he doesn't show it off in this song, but he's one of the best guitar players ever. Uh, and he just writes super dumb shit. Like Amos Moses is a stupid song. Uh, Ugly woman is a stupid song. It's like how he's giving up on love and finding an attractive woman. So he's just going to find an ugly woman to love. <laughs> it's just, he just writes stupid shit, like folky, funny songs. And this is, this song's no different. Uh, it's about a preacher going hunting on Sunday when he knows he shouldn't be, and he gets attacked by a bear. Um, it, this song just always puts a smile on my face, especially the chorus, like where he says, "If you can't help me, then Lord, don't help that bear." It's just, it's just got a really cool, funny energy to it, and the end is fucking great too, where he just kind of starts like talking to the to God about the bear. He's like, "I'm telling you, he's big." <laughs> look at the size of that thing are you kidding me with the size of that thing and it just kind of like fades out as he's like yelling at god about putting this bear in his path it's just really funny it's like please god i'll do i'll be a good preacher i promise (laughs) just don't just help me instead of that bear yes it's just it's just really really fun i it's just got a fun energy to it it is and it's 
it's country, so it's going to be you know a good fit for a bonfire. Yeah, it's what uh, our parents would have called a fun little romp. Actually, yeah. you would probably still call it a fun little romp. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've uh, I've never heard this song, but it's a fun little story that reminds me of like sitting around a campfire, maybe with your grandparents, and it's just like one of those like larger than life stories. And maybe they're embellishing. They're probably embellishing. Like, did this guy really get chased by a bear? We don't know, but maybe that's what it took for him to like turn his life around. He's gonna be a good a good straight shooting preacher now. Um, but you can't let the truth get in the way of a good story. It's a knee slapper. It's fun. And I thought it was a great number two because that is part of a bonfire is like having a good story to tell or something entertaining going on that like keeps the bonfire going. Yep. So, um, yeah, I loved it. I didn't expect you to pick something so out of left field. Oh, man. I, I thought for sure I picked a Jerry Reed song before and you didn't like it. Like maybe it was Amos Moses. It probably was. Um, I don't remember. Because I was. I was pretty dubious about picking this because I was like, I don't think Dylan likes Jerry Reed, but I fucking love him and he's perfect for a bonfire playlist. So I did it anyway. You caught me in a really good mood this week because (laughs) (laughs) there's not one song I didn't like uh, besides the David Bowie one. Um, My, my track three, I'll see you when we're both not so emotional by American football. Um, A bonfire playlist is nothing in my eyes without Midwest emo. Um, or just emo music in general. It doesn't necessarily have to be Midwest. Um, it's just what autumn or fall feels like. Like I've, I listen to bands like Real Friends and The Wonder Years, bands that I, I don't really listen to throughout the year. But as soon as the weather breaks, um, I really get into Midwest emo. And American Football is just one of those iconic bands because they dropped this album called the self-titled album from 1999. And it was so influential to so many bands that inspired I don't know if it inspired Midwest emo outright or if it was just like a huge contributor but it was a huge staple for emo music and you can tell in this song why and I kind of tried to pick something that was like I could have picked never meant which is the first track on the album and like there's like some funny TikToks where it's like oh you should listen to this song I bet you never heard this and it's like the beginning the little plucky guitar from never meant but I wanted to show, showcase like their strengths in a deeper cut. And on the surface, it's just a, a, a young teenager struggling with a breakup. And, you know, he's, he says something about, you know, you think I'm being mean when I'm just trying to be honest, stuff like that. But I feel like this, the song is a little bit deeper just because it has great guitar work, intricate drum patterns, and his, his vocals are like almost haunting, but never too forward when they're not great do you know what i mean like i think part of the charm is that the the vocals aren't 100 percent, but it's never like off key or like shocking and uh i think that's why american football is just essential fall music is like it's more of a feel than it is like paying attention to anything else mm-hmm. so this is this is where you and i differ vastly because i could go through an entire bonfire without hearing any emo music and be perfectly fine with it yeah it's just differences in times we grew up so and differences in times we, our music we listened to growing up so and you know bonfires by nature are very nostalgic things so i think that's probably why we like these this playlist so much because it just it make it gives us an excuse to talk about shit that we really like listening to growing up <laughs> so um 
but yeah, no, I, I, unlike a lot of the pretty heavily produced stuff we've gotten so far, this feels way, way more authentic. It just it kind of like, I think kind of what you were trying to touch on there or not trying to, but where you were touching on was that exact thing where the, the, the vocals are very far back in the track. Like the production value feels, it's kind of like what we talk about with punk, like punk shouldn't have like super clean production value. And I don't think this type of music really should either. It just, it wouldn't sound right if this was like hyper produced. So it, it gives it a charm, almost like a, uh, like a backyard, like college performance. You know what I mean? This band is playing in a backyard party. There's a bonfire off to the one side of the stage. And then there's a tap, like a freshly tapped keg off to the other side and everybody's kind of mingling and kind of almost talking over the band, but like they're still doing really cool shit about like talking about struggling about being young and all the shit that you go through when you're in college and high school. And, but yeah, no, it's just, it, it really made me want to go back to college. Like I want to be in Athens right now at a fucking house party listening to, you know, a good, but not very polished band play mm-hmm. a backyard show. Yeah. Th- this band went on to, I think they broke up like right after this album and, um, they all went off and did different things, but they got back together in like 2016 and they've put out two albums since then. And I just, maybe it's just me like not wanting the great production. Like the vocals are a lot better and like, I don't know, it lost kind of its sheen. It's kind of yeah. like, um, I was thinking about this, uh, when I was listening to it today is American football is like my Jeff Buckley, I think is like, it just puts you, it transports you to a certain time and it sounds like early two thousands to me. It's like, yeah. even though I wasn't a teenager, then I feel like I was a teenager listening to it in the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I get it. It's kind of like, uh, taking a classic black and white film and putting, like remastering it and colorizing it like this doesn't make it better it just yeah it may look cool but it doesn't it's not it's worse Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're you made it worse by making it better yeah that makes any sense so i I totally totally get that man um but yeah let's let's move on to my third pick here it's the cave by mumford and sons um so let's get sad for a second and listen to one of my favorite songs of the last 20 years what what are you shaking your head for i don't think this is sad at all Oh, you don't think so? I think it's uplifting. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, it, it 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 goes through peaks and valleys for sure. It's kind of the lyrics are a little bit depressing throughout it. It's not a sad song. It's just some of the lyrics are kind of depressing, I think. Um, but yeah, the the tone of the song is very uplifting for sure. Uh, and these these first two Mumford albums were uh, a revelation. Honestly, when they came out, it was the the world was ready for Mumford and Sons, and they gave them exactly what they needed. And the cave is the best track from those first two albums, in my in my opinion. It just stands heads and shoulders above, I think. And you know, the old kick drum indie that I may or may not have made up about a couple months ago. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a bit overdone now because everybody wanted to be Mumford and Sons after these first two albums, so everybody started doing it. But man, it was awesome when it would Twitter took the world by storm. And there's just like I talked about already, there's so many peaks and valleys sonically and emotionally. And it's just perfect for like that middle middle part of a bonfire where everybody's kind of drunk and everybody's like, oh, let's wind it down. Or like, hold on, let me get one more banger in. And you play you somebody plays the cave and it's like, oh fuck yeah. This this song is great. It was great when it came out. It's great now because I haven't listened to it forever. 
and I when I when I because I saw uh, the main guy from Mumford and Sons released a solo album very recently, and I listened to it. I was like, maybe I'll put some of this on there. I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna go back to what I know, and what I know is great. And the cave, like I said, it's one of my favorite songs that's been released in the last 20 years. They're so I think they're solely responsible for like Tweed coming back. Um, yeah, slap caps too. <laughs> yeah. I've been in like four weddings with with uh, that color scheme of Mumford and Sons, and uh, I think that they're solely responsible for that aesthetic of like, um, oh brother, we're out there almost like, yeah. Even though they don't sound like that kind of like folky, they did, but not as folky as they dressed. Um, and him having that kick, that kick drum at the front of the stage when he's playing guitar, that it's just a, a sight to see, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I forgot yep. how great these first two albums are. They're great. They're, they're some of the best. And it, it, I feel proud to have been alive and like active listening to music and discovering music during that era because it might've been a little obnoxious, but I feel like it was like a renaissance of like that, like folk indie rock music that like, maybe it's, it's gone a little astray, but like in this time it was like the golden age of folk rock and um sino more and babel are iconic and it would be fun to co- find a way to cover them someday but um just to get one song and a kind of a deeper cut because i think like little lion man would be a great drunk song to play um yeah but yeah kick drum indy uh is bonfire essentials and i love this song because it's killer and it's great for the mood. It it, uh, it uplifted me because I didn't look at your picks. So when the song came on, I was like, "Oh man!" Like I I kind of w- I'm kind of like kicking myself for not picking a song like that, but I'm happy you did. Yeah, like I said, this was an easy playlist for me to build because I basically knew what I wanted right away. Um, really, the only one I thought about was my next pick, but. Um, if you want to know just how surprising Mumford and Sons was to the world, go and watch their performance on the Jonathan Ross. Or is it Jonathan Ross? Fuck, what is the show? That, there's a show in, on the BBC where they have like, there's one big stage and they have four acts and the host stands. In the, I think it's Jonathan Ross where he stands in the middle and each band like takes a turn playing a song. And the episode that they debuted on, like all all three of the other bands were just fucking blown away by them and the, the like the crowd was absolutely stunned like it was just so different than anything out that was out at the time and uh yeah Mumford and Sons was a revelation like I think people forget that because hindsight's hindsight kind of makes you think they're a little annoying uh but at the time like holy shit they fucking set the world on fire yeah man and i i remember hearing bands that like tried to manufacture that sound and like recreate it. Like there's a band called the B 52s and it just like, wasn't, it wasn't the same. The, the crab shack people. No, maybe not the B 52s. Or love shack. Not crab shack. Love shack. It's a love shack. It's a little place oh yeah. That's a different band than I'm thinking of. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, I'll find it later and show you. Um, but yeah, my track four, Headphones by Motel 7. Uh, I found Motel 7 randomly um, when they only had one song on Spotify, and it was called All Right. And that was probably five, four or five years ago. And I wanted to put that song on here, but 
I just wanted to find see if they had something new. And they have a new EP, and it's kind of cool to see their evolution. And it's kind of got that like Cali chill wave indie, kind of in the same vein of um, uh, still woozy almost, but um, maybe a little bit more fuckboy y. I I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. You listen to it and you tell me what you think. But I like this because it is kind of uh, chill wave indie and the verses are almost like hip hop infused. Yeah. Which is always just kind of a nice mix up. When you're at a bonfire, you you kind of want to hear a little bit of hip hop, but maybe you're not like wanting to put on Nas's, you know, <laughs> one of Nas's first albums or something. Yeah. Um, you don't want to listen to Ether at a at a bonfire. Right. <laughs> or, uh, or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, who's who's got Mace's album sitting in their car? Put that on in your truck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, this was me just trying to mix it up a little bit. Too much American football and people get annoyed or tired. And it's nice to like. I tried to like have a little uplifting. So maybe this is like everyone's a little drunk and you're like, should we do shots? Our shots are on the table, you know. Um, and judging by my next song, you will know that we actually did do shots. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I like the little mood switch up. So I want to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was very interesting to hear like an acoustic rap song from you. It's one of those. It almost felt like it uh, a man trying to cling to their twenties. Couldn't it be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> this you is know, actually just... our last recording of me in my twenties. So yeah, that's exciting, huh? Yeah. You ready? I don't know clearly not with this pick yeah fuck you <laughs> says an old man that picked a jerry reed song yeah fucking jerry reed. <laughs> look i fully embraced being an old man dude i don't fucking care i'll pick a weird country song from the 60s i don't give a shit um but yeah no in all seriousness this is just kind of like an easygoing beach track uh and this feels very much to me like the last guy sitting around a bonfire at the beach uh, like staring into the flames and with a and his headphones on with like a big smile on his face, just kind of enjoying the heat from the fire and the view and like the like just raw nostalgia that like staring into a fire gives you. Like this is a guy who's like at one with himself and just kind of enjoying a solitary bonfire. Yeah, which is which is a rare thing. And it you know this would be me. This is what I would do now. Like everybody else is out like running in the waves or whatever. I'd be there with my fucking big ass headphones on listening to something like this and be like, yeah, this is, this is the life. This is relaxing. This is what I want to be doing right now. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you, you found a way to relate to it, even though you're, you, uh, you aren't clinging to your twenties. Yeah. I'm just a decrepit (laughs) crypt keeper at this point. (laughs) Um, So my fourth pick is the acoustic version of Plush by the Stone Temple Pilots. And I have a very, very, very vivid memory of this song. Uh, We were up in Dayton. My mom, I think, was getting a honey-baked ham. You know what what the honey-baked ham up in Dayton, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So we were at that one, and I was in the car waiting for it, because obviously I didn't want to go into that fucking shit show of a store. And this song came on. And it blew me away. Like I was blown back in my seat because I've always loved STP and I've loved, I love Scott Weiland's voice forever. RIP. Um, but when I heard the stripped down version of one of their most popular songs, like I just didn't know how to think. It was like the first time I had really heard something like that 
from one of my favorite bands and i just it, it just had this i was almost like a religious experience for me the first time i heard it and i've i've been in love with it ever since and it's it's just to me it's a very appropriate like bonfire song because it is so stripped down it's just a guitar and a guy um singing his fucking heart out man the the vocal performance is really great and uh i don't know it just affects the whole original tone of the song in a completely different way uh but yeah you know i don't know this feels to me like a lone traveler sitting by an old like burnout box car with his dog and just kind of drowning his sorrows and so in the drink and uh you know tramps have feelings too so this, <laughs> yeah this, this is a man howling at the moon is what it feels like <laughs> uh yeah stone temple pilots uh in my mind just sounded like pearl jam i probably couldn't have differentiated the two up until like my my 20s so I probably would have written this song off and I think I really liked the plush the 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 full band version and it played at the store we used to work at together and um I don't know I to hear kind of a cut down version and kind of bare your soul is kind of sheds that grungy kind of like Nirvana like when when he went acoustic and like did that live performance like you bare your soul and you're like okay he's not just trying to be a tough guy it's like the song has some heart and I really like that. And I think it fits our playlist in a different way. Uh, maybe you're a few whiskeys deep and like we're playing old scenarios in your head or like old guy living with regret. And e- either way, like it just, it felt gut wrenching. And sometimes bonfires aren't always fun. Sometimes you got to sit around and like contemplate life. And I really think that was a, a clever pick to, to find something like that. Yeah, that scenario I laid out in your last song, this is the kind of shit I'd be listening to in my headphones. Yeah. Like something that's like kind of sad, but also kind of nostalgic. Very, very, very nostalgic for me Mm -hmm. personally. Um, But yeah. Hell yeah. You're four for four. Hell yeah. You're four (laughs) for four on your picks so far, man. I've I've really enjoyed your picks. Um, My last pick is Love Your Friends Die Laughing by Man Overboard. And... I think gun to my head, if I had to listen to one song for the rest of my life, it would be this one. Wow. It just, it brings me unbridled joy. And it has since it, since I first heard it 12 years ago. And this is like my intentional last song. It's a, an acoustic sing-along that is iconic as man overboard themselves. You know, it's the end of the night, the fire's starting to go out, but everyone's drunk singing along and I can just picture it. And I want it so badly. Um, the lyrics have always kind of stuck with me because for a sing-along, it's kind of, um, kind of poetic. I left my heart with my phone and my center console. I left my feelings with my wallet and my keys. I feel so stupid because I came here without anything, but I'm finally at ease. Um, just like knowing that your phone in your hand doesn't fucking matter. Your wallet can stay in the car. All that shit doesn't matter. But like being around people that matter and, that brings you peace. That's like all that matters. Hearing that when you're like 18 and like, like all my friends went to college and I stayed home. So like hearing a song like this and I was like, as long as I find some friends to hang around, like I'm going to be okay. Hearing a song like that, that's a sing along is fucking awesome. So I love the song as a 
campfire song, but I really could put it on any mood playlist. Yeah, yeah, no. I have significantly less notes about this song because I was so goddamn happy we finally got a sing-along with some claps. That's all you fucking need for a... That is a quintessential bonfire song. Just a fucking... Something everybody can sing along to and clap to. It's like we're old old women who just want to clap to things you know yes, what i mean yes it's like what what all drunk people at a bonfire are we're just old women mm-hmm. <laughs> who just who just want to clap and be dumb and silly um that's all you need man it's all you need for a bonfire is is some a song like this and i think this is this is a perfect bonfire song and that's you know enough said yeah uh I even know like the words, like the the little aside conversation right before they're like building up to the chorus, where he's like, "She gonna she hung up on me, dude," and like I told her everything is fine, and then it like leads right into the chorus. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ready for my last pick? Let's do it. All right. Well, this was Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner is my last pick, and this was an absolute snap pick. As soon as you mentioned this, this. Uh, playlist i knew this was had to be on there uh because anyone who's seen dazed and confused knows that this has to absolutely be on every single not only bonfire playlist but every single party playlist you've ever built because when this song shows up at the end of the bond the woods bonfire party scene and dazed and confused it it's so fucking perfect in that movie and it's even just the way the guitar when it comes in that it just feels like somebody like skidding up and like stretching. It's just, it's very kind of, it's a lazy, but very heavy guitar. And just, again, if you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's fucking perfect. It's one of the reasons I watched that movie three times a week in high school because it was, it defined my high school experience. That's what we did. You know, I was on the football team. And some of the one of the main groups that follows was a group of football players who just kind of wanted to get drunk, and uh, they were trying. They were told by their coach they couldn't, and so the quarterback quit. And it's just like, it's it's such a relatable movie, and the music in that movie is perfect, and specifically this choice is perfect because I it's been on every single party playlist I've ever built since then and it's always the last song i play at any party i'm hosting because it's perfect yeah yeah what, what's a bonfire playlist without a leonard, a leonard skinner song you know i i even like that it's seven minutes long it feels like a song like you're grabbing chairs and like moving stuff around and like figuring out how everyone's gonna get home it feels mm-hmm. like that kind of song that should be playing it's it's melancholy and it's got this like sing-along chorus it's just really everything you can ask for and i think it helps that it's like vaguely a little rednecky because that really helps sell the, the bonfire playlist, you know? And I think truth be told, we could do a mood playlist and find room for Leonard Skinner anywhere. Um, yeah. Seeing this pick as the last pick and I'm still in the mode of like doing deep dives. I did a lot of deep diving on Leonard Skinner and I found a lot of really cool and interesting things. Um, so maybe that's something we can look forward to in the future, you know, because I didn't know a lot of stuff about Leonard Skinner. I knew like Sweet Home Alabama, Free Bird. I've heard this song, but not not enough to listen to it and know the words. So I just thought like, damn, Leonard Skinner is so much more than just Free Bird and Sweet Home Alabama. 
Yeah, Skinner kicks ass, man. I, I went through a big Skinner phase in high school, uh, mainly because of that movie. And, uh, you know, my parents love Skinner, too. So, um, yeah, Skinner kicks ass. I don't know if they're necessarily uh, deep dive worthy for the podcast because a lot of their shit is in the same vein. But they're definitely worth doing a deep dive on by yourself and just kind of listening to some of their deep cuts, especially for like if you're younger and you don't have parents that listen to Leonard Skinner. Like they're one of the best rock bands of all time. Yeah. And there's, there's a reason people are still listening to them. Mm hmm. So, yeah, the Bonfire Playlist. It's a great one. It's one of my favorites so far. Yeah, uh, we've we've done a lot of playlists, and I think this has been one of the funner ones just because anytime it's like a mood playlist and it's set perfectly, kind of like the Eddie Munson one, like when it comes up organically and perfectly, it just feels right. Um, so let's get into songs of the show. I'll let you go first. Uh, sure. So my song of the show, this was another snap pick for me. I loaded up my release radar and who should be there, but my favorite sexy Japanese metal band, uh, band made, uh, unlike other like gimmicky female led Japanese metal bands, these chicks are actually like legit. Their guitar players really, really fucking good. And, uh, this song is awesome. It's, it's, I, there's just something, I don't know if it's because I've been watching anime all my life um or what but i really like the way japanese sounds when it's sung especially in like a metal context uh and even in this band where it's not like super metal vocals it's kind of more like a almost kind of like a pop anime opening style but it fits really well with the metal that they're playing it's very kind of it's like a light prog metal almost yeah. i don't know bandaid kicks ass if you if you want something different from your metal and you want like you don't want to fucking rip your face off with like super heavy prog like give band made a shot they're really they're fun and they're really they're actually like legitimately good like instrumentalists it, it is a fun song i always roll my eyes anytime you send me a band made song but i do enjoy it and i think this is part of a new album mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah they've been releasing shit yeah i think uh yeah they've got a brand new album so all of it's worth checking out. Um, my song of the show is the Bongo song by the Front Bottoms. Um, the Front Bottoms is a band I've just been listening to for like on and off like 10 years. And our one of our local bands, uh, Motherfolk, is going on tour with them. And they the Front Bottoms released a new EP. And so I just checked it out and I heard this song. And just hearing a bongo makes me think like, oh, bongo, campfire. Like a Pavlovian, you... You had me at Bongo, really. So yeah. um, his voice has gotten a lot better over time. It used to be really harsh, kind of like um, modern baseball. So to hear him, like, kind of, it sounds like they're getting better instead of um, peaking. So I'm really excited to to hear more from them. And the song was fun. Yeah, I mean, I love the name of the band. That's a fucking awesome, hilarious band name. But I was, I thought, I go, I thought I was duped at first because. When I first listened to this, I was like, where the fuck is the bongo? And then I listened a little bit deeper and I was like, oh, it's back there. It's it's way back in the back of the track, but there's some bongos there. Yeah, I think um, they start the song with the bongos and then they end the song with yeah. the bongos, but everything in between, the bongos get lost. Yeah, they certainly do. Um, but no, it's a, it's a fun track though. I, I, I enjoyed listening to it. Mm -hmm. Just I thought I was, I just thought I was duped. <laughs> that would be great to like be like the ukulele song and then never have a ukulele in it. Yeah, I like when I thought it was, and I thought there was no bongos. I was like, "That's fucking hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> and then I listened. To, I was like, "No, there they are. They're just really buried in or behind all of everything, everything else." Yeah, 
Um, so check out our social media. Uh, we got Instagram at off the beaten clef. Our Twitter is at off clef. Uh, we love emails off the beaten clef at gmail.com. And the link to our discord is in our show notes. Um, if you have carried over from our gore reddits, what's up? Thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we really have plans for what we're doing next week, but I would imagine it's another playlist. Yeah, it feels at home to not know what we're doing again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've got we've got like a, a laundry list of things that we plan on doing, uh, but it's our last episode before 100, so um, we're going to try and figure something out. But we're recording a little early, so we have time. Yep. So, uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of our next playlist, uh, follow us on Instagram, and uh, we'll post on there. Or join our Discord, and you'll get there super early. And uh, if you want to watch Dylan have hot takes all day, join us on Twitter. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Did you say that already? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Was I not listening? I, I just said it kind of all in order. But yeah, I get on Twitter just to talk shit. And we don't have a ton of followers on there. And it don't really matter to me. It's kind of yeah. just, it's my little diary. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's, your own, it's your own little emo playing ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Episode 99. Bye. <laughs> Should we start numbering episodes again? No. No? You don't want to? It'd be no, easy we to reset. Up. We're back to 100. <laughs> we gave up at like three. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about it later. All right. See you guys. Bye.